Uh, welcome back, back fences. It's been a while. Been a, it a couple of weeks. Um, Donnie, welcome back, mate. Apologies for the last couple of weeks. I've been, I've been out and about. So I'll explain. The reason we haven't done it for the last couple of weeks is all my fault, not Donnie's. I want, <laughs> I wanted to throw some fault his way, but I just couldn't. He was, he was into me every week that he wanted to do it, and <laughs> I thought I could. I thought I could be less busy than what I was, and I wasn't. So apologies yeah. to. Our our three listeners out there that um, <laughs> were that keen for it, but uh, we, we're back now. We're we're back onto it. We're back on the tools, Donny. Uh, again, apologies, mate, but we're back into it. How are you? I'm really good, man. I was getting messages because we we're obviously talking when we brought this back about how we only lasted three episodes the first time, <laughs> and I was getting messages like, "You've done it again, mate. Like you've done the exact same thing." I'm like, "No, no, no. We're coming back for sure. Yep. He'll come back. You'll see. You'll see. He'll be." <laughs> no, like, yeah, it was. That was some of the best stuff we've ever done too, that, the, yeah, the original yeah. stuff. And now we're not going down that road. It was just a busy time of year. Uh, unfortunately, I was out and about for work, back-to-back weeks. But for the next at least, what am I, eight weeks, tw- maybe 10 weeks, I'm not going anywhere for a while. So we're, we're, set, we're settling in for at least another 10 more episodes, I reckon. <laughs> I love it. A few of those, I'll be overseas and I will make the time. You'll see me. I'll make the time. Oh, you're, you're overseas in the next couple of months, are you? Yeah, heading Wait. to heading to Paris on Boxing Day. Paris, and then yeah, and then off over to New York, and then to Chicago and Salt Lake City with Elliot Lovejoy. Actually. Oh, really? I mean, yeah, yeah, it's Salt Lake City. We're gonna go watch the Pacers play the Lakers. The man, good fun. Yeah, oh. the man himself. You know, I've, it's a funny story for those who don't know. Elliot thanks, does thanks for the invite, hour. boys. No, I appreciate it. Yeah. yeah. You know, I've ne- me and Elliot, we're very familiar with each other. We've never actually met. Like, oh. we've never, we, and we live in the same city now, but we've never actually met. And we were just texting, and um, I, we both knew that we were over the States at the same time. He's like, we'll just come to Salt Lake City. I'm like, sure, why not? Yeah. I, I, why not? Like, I, I had like six days to kill for some weird reason, and uh, just on when I could book my flights with points. So there it is, th- four days, first time I'm ever meeting Elliot, even though we live in the same city, we'll be in Salt Lake City. <laughs> Uh, he's a serial killer. I don't know if he's ever told you that, so just be careful. But now, shout out, shout out to uh, Elliot. No, he's a great man. Um, and the Chatty Townsend podcast. Yes, he's doing well on things over yeah. there. So yeah, um, things are looking up for you boys. Then Townsville, Townsville represent yes, overseas. <laughs> how, how, tell me, how are things in Townsville at the moment? There's cyclones and hurricanes, Mate, bad weather. What, what's going on up there? I don't know if I've seen anything more overblown in my life. Really? I've, I've yep. got, I've reckon I've got like 10 text messages asking me how the weather is and I just send back a photo of blue skies. So it's, uh, there's no cyclone hitting Townsville. In fact, there's a town north of Townsville about an hour called Ingham and that got cleared out of any cyclone potential area today. And then I think Jasper's been knocked down to a Category 1 when it makes landfall sometime this afternoon up in Cairns, which is a four-and-a-half-hour drive away. So I don't know. <laughs> it was quite sensationalised, I think. It was. Because on the ground in Townsville, uh, it rained for about 30 minutes on Sunday and it rained for about 30 minutes today. So I saw it on every news uh, outlet. They were, they yeah. were, you know, and I, yeah. I thought to message it. I didn't, but um, yeah, I just kept, I kept on seeing you posting our content, so I'm like, eh, he's fine. <laughs> I, like... I was at the in the Townsville Disaster Centre last Wednesday, right? Uh, we, I went over there to visit and see how they do things where they were when Cyclone Yasi and the floods happened. And um, 
there was all this stuff on the news on Channel 9, on Channel 7 about how hectic this cyclone is. They had three staff members there because they're on stand down still because it was an emergency yet. <laughs> Crazy. Media, so right? Like, what's going on here? <laughs> so, but no, thanks for asking. Though. No, it's fine here. It's fine here. And we spoke to some guys up in Cairns on the radio today. They got a bottle of tequila in the studio in case they got to stay overnight. But other than that, they're chilling. Jeez, so. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good. That's a good way to stay in there, isn't it? It's like ah, oh, we're locked Absolutely. in. We've got a tequila bottle. We're good. Because that's the that's the uh, protocol. If the cyclone hits, I go into work and I pretty much live at the studio until it's done doing the emergency broadcasting. And oh really? So, yeah. Yeah. So they say so, so they teed us up last week to be like, all right, this is how it's going to happen, and rah rah. Nothing happened. Didn't even need to pack my sleeping bag. Got Do to you- stay at home. Do you have a little kit that you take in, like food supplies yeah. and stuff like that? So yeah, what, what's yeah. what's then, in your what's in your kit? What's your so I, I I was lucky because I've been doing that like my muscle chef. So I had like I was going to be eating fine. Everyone oh, was going to be eating two minute noodles. I would have yeah. been I would have been fine. But I, I've, I had I've got some packs of lollies. So mine's heavily food based, uh, so it's not really <laughs> survival based. So I've no. got lollies, energy drinks, and um, obviously a flashlight, and I think that's all I got. You, you'll I, be, you'll be well satisfied for like three days, but if it goes longer than seven, you're fucked, mate. If my, if my lollies last three days, I'm doing well. Like if, they, <laughs> if they last more than three hours, but yeah, I've never, I've never seen. Uh, it was so funny being on the ground here because it just wasn't really anything and i had family members texting me asking me if i was okay and if i'm hanging in there i'm like dude <laughs> it's not even raining no <laughs> so it's been bizarre very bizarre you, you have been marked safe from a cyclone on facebook yeah so. you can mark me safe uh special day here in parks uh, all in, yeah. in new south wales actually um very special day i had to celebrate i went down to maccas and got um some soft serves to celebrate this very special day what has what what is this day? The special day is that they're giving they were selling uh, soft serves for thirty cents. <laughs> so I saw an ad and I was like, you know what? I'm going to go be a, a fat prick. I'm going to go get a couple of uh, thirty cent cones. Just reminded me of the good old days of thirty cent cones when they first come out, and yeah. um, the chocolate ice cream as well. It tastes oh. like the old paddle pop uh, chocolate paddle pop. It is delicious. It is the best ice cream. I know it's not great for me, but I had. Um, Luckily, I've been I've been in training. I've been um, hopefully I've been doing some preseason football, uh, football footy. So you are you so, going to play Masters? Uh, I may. Look, no, don't get <laughs> don't get overexcited, everyone. Yeah, I'll uh, let you know when it happens. But there's um, still rumours. Yes, it's only a rumour at the moment. But I went down and did some training. I was like, I'm going to go treat myself after training to these thirty cent cones, and. <laughs> I got two of them, and so you can't but drive home. They would have melted. It's so hot here at yeah, the moment. Yeah. So I sat in the car park and ate <laughs> Macca's car two park cones. and ate two 30-cent cones by myself. And I thought so I'd ask... So did you double I, dip? You got one of each flavor? No, no. Just both chocolate. Just went bang, Double chalk. Du- double chalk. He's gone double chalk. Double chalk. And I thought I'd ask the back fences that, you know, is this, is this play on? Is this a penalty or play on? Because... Eating eating McDonald's, whether it's just a little snack or a food in the car park, is that is that good? Can, can you do that? Is it you know? It's or am I or am I just a fat prick that just you know sitting there eating want to eat food? Listen, it's worth going to the judiciary over. Like I understand why you'd send this there. I understand why that would happen. However, given the circumstance, it's summer. That means soft serves are on. Soft serves apply on. It's also it's it's too hot because it's summer, so it's going to melt on the way home. So it makes complete sense. Now, if you'd said to me, 
pulled in, got a family dinner box and ate it in the, in the car park. That's another story. Different story. Then we're having a conversation. We're probably having a meeting with a few mates. That's what's probably <laughs> happening there. However, two well, soft serves... Well, they call serves. it an, an intervention. <laughs> yeah. yeah. If, you're, if you're getting up in arms over two soft serves in summer in Australia, you're un-Australian to start with and you it's, need to jog on. It's almost like good planning. I think it is. I think it's playing yeah. on good planning. Uh, especially after footy training. It's after footy training, right? So... Um, what are we talking about? Correct. You, you need those treats. You need those treats to keep you wanting to go back to footy training. So, but I'll, if anything, I'll throw two it out there. Isn't enough. Great. I should have got three. <laughs> Honestly, it was like I think if you work it out, the amount of ice cream in a McFlurry is probably around two, maybe three. So surely, surely it's four, right? You reckon? They do. They do nah. stack them up. I'll, I'll, I took a photo. I'll have to. Uh, I'll put it in the story, <laughs> and I'll ask, ask the back fences what they think of it. But. Yeah, I think it's I think it's play on, but hey, there might be a few against it. Who knows? Yeah, there's always someone, mate. We're, like we said, we haven't talked for a couple of weeks. Um, yeah, what, what's caught your eye over the last couple of weeks in and around the, the social media scene, the footy scene, whatever? I have some league ones that I want to talk about, but first of all, I know it's probably been beaten to death, but Otani's contract in the MLB is insane. Have Ooh, you seen this? Massive from the Angels from the Angels to the Dodgers, seven hundred million ten year deal. 70 million bucks a year to play baseball, craziness. And the crazy thing about it is he's actually deferring the contract, yep. meaning the Dodgers only have to pay $2 million a year for arguably the best two-way player in league history. Uh, it's just mental. And the other thing is he can't even pitch for the next year, I'm pretty sure, because he's got surgery. So it will only be batting. So this guy is one of the best two. For those that don't know baseball, this would be like, I don't know, this would be like Andrew John's and Brad Fittler moving to that premiership-winning Raiders side at their peak. Like, that's what this deal is like. <laughs> yeah, like, it's hard to put in comparison the a player of what he is because he's um, one of the great a great pitcher as well as a great batter, yeah. right? Yeah. So, I, I suppose if you wanted to compare one... Like, Andrew Johns was a great defender as well. He could put props mm. on his ass. But it'd be like Andrew Johns playing and taking... 30 hit-ups again, running yeah. for 250 metres, as well as making 40 tackles and still having three tries. Like, it's just, you can't really yeah. explain it. But that's you how can't big explain it. what this guy is. Um, yeah, the, the deferred payment is absolutely mental. That I think he's, There's no interest on it. It's t- There's yeah, no interest so on the money either. So he's just two, deferring two million, it to two million, two million each year for the next 10 years. Yeah. So then it's 680000 over the next 10 years after that. There's yeah. There's a situation for baseball fans out. I'm a I'm a New York Mets fan, so, and there's a guy that yeah. played, played for us called Barry Benilla. You yeah. know the Benilla yeah. story, right? Yeah. There's Barry Benilla Day, so there's like a day that he gets, and I think it still goes for a few more years. He retired yep. like twenty something years ago. He still gets a one point five million dollars every year from the Mets because of this deferred payment system and interest yeah. and things like that. And they have it. They call it Barry Benilla Day. It's like this day, I forget, I think it's around June or July or something like yeah. that, comes up and it's like, ah, I'm getting paid $1.5 million. and he retired like, you know, 30 years ago <laughs> yeah. or whatever. It's and crazy. when he played for the Mets, wasn't that good? No. So. <laughs> I don't know how he's, how he's worked this out. I want to know who his manager was because this is the greatest deal in sports history. But yeah, that, that was massive. I remember, I think I put in there that he could, with that money, it was the equivalent of five years... If the salary cap stayed the same at the moment, the NRL salary cap of twelve point one million for the next five years, he could pay the salary of every single 
player of every club, all 17 clubs for the next five years, and he'd still have $35 million left over. Mental, isn't it? Just absolutely crazy. mental. Yeah. The, the other big one that I just had to touch on, I don't know if you saw this. This blew me out of the water. Dean Ritchie, NRL journo, has put out some predictions for 2024. Did you see this? He's been on some good gear this off-season too, so I haven't seen this one, but I'm very intrigued to hear it. The number one prediction from Dean Ritchie this year, coming into the 2024 season, Luke Brooks to win the Dally M. I did see that. I didn't know who put it there. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Big call. like Massive call. <laughs> Massive call. Cons- considering some of the players in that team, that if they're, win- what, if they're like, winning, how many players yeah. would, you know... Pole for Dally you got M Turbo points, but... in there. You got DC in there. I yeah. mean, even Gerbo would be stealing some yeah. points, right? If they're, if they're humming, yeah. Olakawatu. If they're humming, Luke Brooks to be the man to do it. I... Hey, Interesting. Here's the thing. Eye-catching if, if moment. What, he was he was half back of the year. What, yeah, four years like ago, six years ago, wasn't it? Was it four? Or five? <laughs> yeah. I know, but I'm just saying. In a, a quality player now coming into a quality side. I'm yeah. not. I'm not. It is a bit crazy because of what Luke, like he's been at the Tigers the last couple of years hasn't polled that well, all that sort of stuff. Yeah, but I'm not. I mean, totally obviously, I don't it. want him to. I don't want him to write an article being like, "I reckon Nathan Cleary is probably going to have a good year." Like, obviously, no. I don't want to see that. No. But Luke Brooks is just. <laughs> yeah. and I love Luke Brooks, and I want him to do well at Manly, and yeah. I hate Manly. <laughs> but I, <laughs> but that one blew my mind. But the only thing that was more important to me than that prediction because I don't really care if that prediction happens or not but I'll I'll be so upset if his second prediction comes off and oh. that is for Buzz Rothfield and Gus Gould to end their feud no thanks not interested no, not interested yep no, I'm with you we want this this is bigger than WCW WWE this is this is bigger than The Rock and Austin this is bigger than anything I've ever seen before dare I say it's bigger than Origin there I said wow. it this is the biggest feud in rugby league and if you put a stop to it What's even the point of watching anymore? If I don't get to watch NRL 360 each week and watch the pot shots go at Channel 9 and Gus Gould, I'm not interested. No, I don't care. <laughs> it's like you just wait wait four or five weeks of uh, NRL 360 and just do a compilation of uh, Buzz and, and teeing off on Gus and then Gus's retaliations. That's, a, that's <laughs> the only episode I want to watch is a compilation, compilation of that. It's beautiful to see. And the, the thing that I love is Gus definitely doesn't have time for this feud. But he still makes it a part of his day. He, yep. he believes in the feud. He knows what the feud is. He knows what it stands for. He's a busy man. He's got a lot going on. But he's got time. He makes time for the feud. He knows all he has to do is drop a little one-liner. And yep. the, the other guys like Braith, um, Gordy, and Hoops and all that on there, they'll pick up on it and they'll start feeding yeah. the buzz and get his reaction. So <laughs> yeah, he, knows how, he knows how to play the game. <laughs> When the boys, when the boys are feeding Buzz, and since Gordy's been on three sixty, he and Braith bully my old man Buzz Rothfield. They bully him on national TV. <laughs> the way that they poke and prod at him is insane. Because by the end of the season, I'll be honest, I'm not watching a lot of three sixty. At the start of the year, I'm watching every episode. I can't get enough of it. But it's by the time September rolls around, I'm like, I'm about three sixty out. Yeah, <laughs> but, you've done a but, you've done a three sixty yeah. on three sixty. Yeah. yeah, but but I, at the end of last season when Gordy was on, they just poking and prodded him and like poking holes in his stories. It was it was relentless. <laughs> Let me ask who who is you saying my old man Buzz Rothfield? 
Are you in? Yeah. Are you in his corner or are you in Gus's corner? Who's oh, whose corner are you jumping I'm, in that? I'm Team Buzz because I love a heel. I'm yeah, Team right. Buzz. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> obviously, obviously, you Gus, Gus Gould's John Cena in this situation. He's gonna win. All right. He's gonna win. So let me have fun with Buzz on the ride. Uh, it's just so funny. I don't funny. mind that like, theory. The I don't f- mind that theory. B- Buzz is the funny. Like, forget Matty Johns, forget Brandon Smith. Buzz Rothfield is the funniest man in rugby league. Like, <laughs> he is. Yeah. <laughs> he, He's up there. He's up there. It's. I tell you, people. People hate on Buzz, but where would we be without him? You know what I mean? Like, what? Have, have he? Yep. Because I think people get into the weeds with. I do it all the time. Like, I love taking the mick out of Fox League, but they know what they're doing. So we're all having fun. Yep. You know, it's yeah. all. It's all fun. I think I'm with you. I. I, uh, I First couple of weeks of the footy season, I'm I'm totally into 360. I just yeah. I love the footy content, but you just drift in and out because it's um, after sort of round five, six because oh. it's the same dross dross every week. Um, maybe maybe if there's it, eh? if there's something that you know you know they're going to fire up on, you'll tune in because you want to. Oh yeah, you just want to see something. I'm also just watching it sometimes for the memes. There's sometimes if <laughs> yeah. someone's firing up and going off, uh, it's great. Well, um, shout out to, to one of the great content creators as well, Randy Wanless. He does this great oh. Rand, Randy sports bar. Yeah, yeah. And the Buzz impersonation <laughs> is off the charts. Like, there's some good ones out there. I've seen some good ones, but his is spot on where he just goes, yeah. will, will you let me finish, please, Braith? And I like, I don't do it, ju- I don't do it justice, but no. um, yeah, he, it's it's spot on. So that's also what I look forward to is um, the content creators out there taking the piss out of um, Buzz, Gus. Uh, and if you haven't seen that uh, Randy's bar, he animates the whole thing. He does. He does it, it all crazy. himself. He told me that at Magic Round. Yep. I could not believe it that he animates every single little bit of it. It's just that is the effort that goes into that is the best NRL content creation week in week out. It's 100%. it's just perfect. You see the comments and you see some of the people um, in it, like Georgie Rose, uh, No Limit, yep. uh, and Astor. They're all in the comments. They love it to death. So yep. I also know that he is looking to do it for next season. Any sponsors out there that want to jump on board, you know it's going to go get shared around to all the other content creators. They're all going to get involved. Mm. So hit him up because, um, you know, he, he needs he needs some money behind it because he's doing it by himself for free. He's doing it all. It's crazy that, you know, I, I see some of this, like, the stuff that I do and other people do and you go, oh, that's okay. But the amount of IQ jokes, the work yeah. involved in this is spot on all the time. He doesn't miss. Yeah. So yeah. Um, jump in. But uh, anything else that caught your eye? Just those couple. Only other thing, the only other thing being how hot Herbie Farnworth looks. Jesus, uh, it looked all right in that kit. <laughs> Dolphins, <laughs> Dolphins fans are getting excited, mate. I think many, most people with a pulse are getting excited. That was <laughs> what a shot. That's why I messaged you straight away. I'm pretty sure saying, "When can we start voting in the hottest 100?" I, I missed. Yeah, <laughs> I, I did see that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm like, what's it's, going it's, on? In saying that, not far away with the hottest 100. So, <laughs> that, um, what a bolter! We've, we've started no, early though on Donnie, Donnie's if radar. If not top ten this year, that's you'll get a should have been higher from me. Yes, honestly, I think he was top ten <laughs> last year uh, from memory. So uh, it needs it, to it be, be audio needs charts. to be incorporated into it because he's got the British accent too. So yes. that adds to the factor. Because you look at that photo and you go, "Oh, he's pretty hot," and then you remember he sounds like Hugh Grant, and you're like, oh, "This is fucked up." Although you have to have subtitles <laughs> on most of the things he says. So, what about you? What, what's caught Mate, your the, eye? The Knights jerseys. Uh, maybe a couple of weeks ago, they they released them. Um, they have yeah. a, they have this throwback kit, which is a throwback to the two thousand and one kit when they won the premiership. 
Um, yeah. And I, I'm just a sucker for throwbacks. Um, yeah. Uh, Brisbane, even though I hate Brisbane, and I hated them in the 90s when they were beating my Dragons. They brought out that, <laughs> that kit that... Um, uh, it was a throwback to the the ninety two ninety three with the collar, yeah. And I was frothing over that. I almost bought one. That's how good they were, yeah. Um, and this one here, it's got the red V, which is like you know, as a Dragons fan as well, it's a bit ah. Uh, hold on, that's yeah, it. That's yeah, ours. Yeah. But yeah, um, it's also a little bit like the old Adelaide Rams kit of ninety seven. It's very similar to that. Same sort of colors. Yeah. Um, it is, hey. But I love it. I love the throwback. It, it reminded me to go look and, and find some photos of the 2001, Danny Badiris, Joey Johns, you know, some of the great names. So um, can't wait to see them run out in that. Um, the, the Red V, oh, not the Red V, the, the, they have got a Red V, but, um, yeah, can't wait to see that throwback hit uh, when, whenever they whenever they use it. I don't know if it's going to be used as their... A weight or like home or away kit all year, or whether it's just a, a special oh, okay. occasion or that's what. That's not but... there. That's you don't know if that's their like regular season jersey. Yeah, I think it is. I think they will use it, which would be good. Because um, what is it? What will it be? What 20, 23 years? So it's not really an anniversary yeah. kit or anything, but still, still love it. Still love the throwback kit. So any teams that bring back the throwback kit, uh, I'll get behind. It's uh, a tough thing to get a hold of because, like, when you're a jersey designer, because. The the materials and the fit is just so different now. Yep. And so I understand the hype for some of these kits, but like for example, the Sharkies one was it last year? Uh, the, or the year before? The yeah, Sharkies the year before at the throwback. Magic Ground. Yeah, yes, I was just yeah. like, it just doesn't quite look right. I can't put my finger on it. I love the idea of it, like so. I'm not knocking the idea, and I don't want teams to not do it. But I'm like, it does kind of look like that jersey. But I think that's what's so hard. Like in the NBA, if they do a throwback or in the NFL, they do a throwback, the material is like pretty much the same gear. So like it doesn't matter. Yeah, you're never going to get that cotton stuff. You're never going to get the cotton jerseys again. But also, do you know... they're also tight. Yeah. Yeah. When they have different sponsors. So some of those ones are very iconic, right? So I think Manly, um, Pepsi, the Pepsi jersey, right? Yeah, the, the man did the throwback last year. I think it, it might have been same with the. Oh no, Senyo was um, Penrith. I forget what yeah. the Sharks one was, but whenever they change the logo, then that gives it a bit of a hold on. Doesn't quite look right. Um, yeah, but I still appreciate the effort of. of oh, a absolutely! Kit, so. A bit of fan service. Imagine Correct. if they had names on the back of them. Yes, that's another issue. <laughs> uh, but I loved you throwing out some of those um, wrestling terms earlier as well. Um, <laughs> we're going to have to incorporate a little bit of wrestling, but that's what caught my eye a couple of weeks ago. CM Punk, he's returned yep. to WWE after 10 years away. Had an awesome confrontation yesterday with uh, Seth Rollins, who yep. has been very vocal about his hatred towards uh, CM Punk in real life. Um, yeah. And that's been going on for years. This is well before he knew he was coming back um, when he was in AEW and he was throwing dirt mm. on WWE. Seth Rollins was very vocal about his hatred. So I just love it that it's a bit of a throwback to when I was a teenager and when I was growing up watching um, wrestling in the late 90s, early 2000s. There was this thing that you couldn't tell what was real and what wasn't. Yeah. Um, you still you know that wrestling is predetermined. Um, you know that they're, sometimes they're just acting, but some of the stuff they were saying was real. It had, you know, backstage they'd fight. They did get into real punch ups over stuff that was said. Um, people yeah. get fired and, and things like that because of mishaps that happen in the rings and, and things like that. So this is really starting to get me excited for WrestleMania, which is not far away. That no. road road to WrestleMania, knowing that these two are going to be 
have some real hatred for each other. Some of these promos are probably going to be too real, and there's going to be some really good stuff coming out of this. So uh, I think wrestling is in a really good spot at the moment. And Surprisingly, so, hey, it was looking very dire for a very long yeah, time. Yeah, and, and I think just Sam, Sam Punk coming back, he's just he's back in the WWE where, where he belongs. I think his best stuff's there. So um, looking forward to that. So that's what's caught my eye over the last couple of weeks. It happens to me every year, man. Every single year, I, I don't watch wrestling, and then Survivor Series happens, Road to WrestleMania starts, and every single year without fail, you'll see me watching the Rumble. Yes. It yep. happens to me every year. It's just, I, I grew up watching wrestling, and then, uh, trust me, after the Rumble, I might not even watch WrestleMania, but in the lead-up to the Rumble, I'm hooked. My YouTube algorithm changes on a dime, yep. and, and I'm just hooked, and then, sure enough, I'll just get off it pretty soon after but i'm always i'm always looking and seeing if something big happens but it's just this time of year they just own this period of my life the wwe it's the royal (laughs) rumble it's like um i still get together with a mate who i watched with it 20 years ago and we still get together and watch uh the royal rumble when then it's like all we talk about for the next two months is is wrestlemania (laughs) so uh great times um we've got we've got some great stuff coming up uh mate let's get in some some Footy talk. Vegas. Yeah. Promotion has yes. started. The boys are over there. A um, lot, uh, lot of photos and videos of the boys at the stadium, uh, yeah. watching, watching a game, all that sort of stuff. have to talk about the fact, and this is not hating on the four guys. Well done to them for getting over there. They've got a free ticket to Vegas. But it's... <laughs> are, are we thinking these are the four guys that we'd want to take over there? Like, Aaron, Aaron Woods... Um, <laughs> You know, Spencer Lenu, it's um, Gra- Campbell Graham and Billy Walters. Uh, if I'm looking at those four clubs, they're probably not the first four choices out of each club. Um, no, no, so, no. I mean, Spencer wasn't even a choice two months ago. Like, correct. So, so he literally, he literally rocked up on Monday. Very, very well. I think he, he rocked up on Monday. Well. Tuesday, he's on the flight over there. It's crazy. <laughs> He's done very well to get himself on that plane. One of the quickest ascents in a club's history I've ever seen. I mean, he's implementing himself as a Roosters player. You can't deny it now. Hope it goes well because that is there forever. Yep. And that's the other thing. Like, people always talk about the Origin game in LA. Like, this will be spoken about for a very, very long time. Ho- hopefully, we do it every year. But even if we do it every year, the first year will get spoken about forever. Correct. Yeah. And- why are we going over there? We want to display, like, obviously no pads, no helmets, but rugby league is these human giants that have skill and athleticism. From the Broncos, you've got to send Payne Haas. There's no, there's no one else from the Broncos that should be on that trip than Payne Haas. I'm sorry, because the fact that that bloke is that big and runs as quick as he does, that sells the game, right? And I'll say, I'll say Roosters, contrary, contrary to that, yeah. though, Payne Haas... Not great in front of a camera or mic, right? He, he he's very he's very um, humble. He's very quiet, soft spoken. Maybe look at like a Pat Carrigan, massive size. Oh yeah, has pa- the hair Patty? looks like a bit like Thor. Yeah, great to speak to. Has a bit of character as well. I but mean, yeah. even v- Reese Walsh, he yep. was on TikTok playing Fortnite. Like yep. he's not he doing time. it. He's like, got get time. Reece Walsh over there. What's Billy doing? Like. I think Reese he could get in a little trouble over there. Reese definitely would have gotten a little trouble, but that sells the game. Correct. It's worth it. It's worth it's it. It's definitely worth it. That's what I've been saying. We're sending a hunt, what, a hunt 90, 120 
blokes to Vegas and expected nothing to happen. Yeah. The odds are against us. Correct. The odds are just simply against us. We're sending 120 men, and when are you? When are you the hottest and the fittest? Immediately after preseason, yeah, it's a dangerous game that we're playing. Correct, yeah. <laughs> and the fact that they've but, got two weeks after they don't play another game for two weeks. So yeah. every time, if you've got the bye, right? If you, I know it's early in the season, but if it's middle of the season, you got the bye that week. As soon as you finish playing, you're on the piss. You get oh, absolutely. The coach is like you're on the piss. You can have a couple yeah. of days. So that Saturday night that they play, watch out. It could be, uh, mate. Could be, could be something. Even. On. even Campbell Graham, we're talking about. He's not that good on camera. His cult following started because he wasn't good on camera. Yeah, <laughs> the serial killer. Yeah. Like that's <laughs> because he's so awkward on camera. Like, how doesn't Latrell Mitchell get sent to Vegas? What's what? going on there? Yeah, I know. Like, <laughs> surely it's Latrell. Like, sh- like, I don't know if their appearance fees are too high. I don't know what the story what about, is. Why don't, why, don't you, why don't you send us a package? Why don't you send Jack White and, and Latrell? Like, nothing's going to happen there. They're just <laughs> two, two young fellas that, you know, friendly. They're, you know, great on camera. They'll get into no trouble. I, and I'm not being rude here because I love Aaron Woods. And I love everything that he's done. And I love him on Triple M as well, all right? He's great. Great on camera. Great talent. I found out he had a contract this year because he was at that photo shoot. That, that's that, I'm being honest. I thought he retired. <laughs> and I, th- I just said, thought, oh, good. He's got into his pundit work immediately after retiring. And then he was in a manly jersey. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, okay, sweet. So he's still, okay, sweet. I genuinely didn't know that he was still playing this year. I thought he was doing all that punditry stuff last year. To, to get into it this year. Yep. There you go. I mean, good on he him. He might only be playing in Vegas and staying there. We don't know. And is that a crime? No, that's like, good on him. You get, you're, moving, you're moving costs are paid for. Do you know what I love? <laughs> is that when people there find out his name, Aaron Woods, they're going to YouTube him, go and find his highlights. The first thing they're going to find is him trying to jump over into the celebration at Origin <laughs> and him failing. So that's, that's what they're going to get when they Google Aaron Woods. There's, it's such an interesting – trying to sell the game will be interesting because I do feel like – okay, I'm, I don't work for the, for the NRL, unfortunately. I understand the no pads, no helmets thing. But I think the way that you're selling that to the – that's their biggest sport. And you're immediately being like, well, your sport's kind of dumb yeah. if you think about Correct. it. You know what I mean? So it's like you're already – why don't you start with they're quick, they're fast, they're strong. Like – Talking about how our game's good, not just about how it's different. Because if someone came over to our sport and said, we wear helmets and pads, I'd be like, okay, why are you worried about my sport? Like, what are you yeah. talking about? Yeah. You know? Good point. So yeah. I, it's, it's a very interesting tactic to say your main selling point is saying, we, we're not pussies, I guess. And then going to that sport to try and get their fans yes. and play in their stadium. It's an interesting tactic. It's an interesting tactic. I don't know. Let, let <laughs> normally me, let, when I'm being sold things, though, being told I'm silly is not normally the best way to get me in the front door. <laughs> um, let, me, let me ask you, though. Out of those four teams, when they're playing over there in, in March next year, mm. if you had to put odds on it, which team is the favourite to come away with an off-field scandal after Vegas? Remembering last time, last time Raiders, uh, last time Rabbitohs went to America, they had a couple of players act up. Brisbane have got yeah. some. Naughty, Brisbane have got some naughty boys over there. Brisbane have some like, uh, Bris- 
<laughs> Brisbane have some I think cheeky man- boys. Manly have Manly have probably the the outs their their way outside. I don't think any of those boys would really get into trouble. You look yeah, around the team, especially with Chez. Chez around there, because yep. he likes to have a crack, but he, he's a bit older really now. That, yeah, he doesn't really let that show, but he loves to have a crack. And then you've got the Roosters, where you've got Cheese, Victor Radley, yeah, Cheese, Jared uh, Radley, Last time, Rad, remember Radley got in trouble on the plane. Yep. So he doesn't mind a drink. Yeah, oh, it's interesting. I I think I might back like the Cheese and Radley. In Vegas, could be a dangerous duo. That, that's a dollar ten to have a to have a scandal, right? <laughs> like that, that's gonna be paid a dollar ten. I'll take that bet. Like someone wants to put that bet on Andrew, the cheese. The can you cheese imagine like Andrew Abdo right now? He's like just sweating. He'd be sweating for the next <laughs> twelve weeks before this. He's like, just nothing happened, please. Nothing happened. You gotta be, you gotta be praying for a rooster's loss. Yes. You gotta. Like, <laughs> you don't want him out celebrating. No. That's that's why I think that that makes sense now. That's why the Roosters and but Souths a, aren't playing each other but because roos- there's a chance they can both lose and both those teams can go to bed. <laughs> but a Roosters loss isn't it? Is it Roosters, uh, Roosters Broncos or Roosters? Yeah, win? yeah. So Roosters, yeah, Roosters loss Bronx. is a Broncos win, which is yeah. There's not too many good scenarios here no, for the NRL no, no. because you know what happens after the Broncos win at Suncorp? They come to the Caxton. Correct. Where are they going? Which casino? That's what I mean. It, the, I M- think they've got to deal with the resorts world, which is like a three-in-one casino. So it's like three resorts in one. It's this massive... Like, there's a billion bars there. Like, that's the other thing. The, they could get... Lo- like, the, the PR managers can't find them all. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Vegas you can't get is track too of, big. No. There's too, like, those casinos are designed to get lost in. You can't keep track of them all. Correct. Unless you're putting air tags on all those boys, <laughs> something's happening. You've got to wear your jerseys out, that GPS tracker. <laughs> you, you, you can't take your jersey off after the game. You've got to wear it around so we know where you are. So, so, uh, yeah. If, if there's no scandal that comes from that, I'll. I'll eat my hat. That, like, I can't. That will 100% be. In saying that, um, we'll, finish, we'll finish up on Vegas. I'm going to be over there. I don't know about you, uh, Donnie, but I'm heading over there. So mm. um, any footy fans, let me know where you're going to be. I know it's going to be massive, but I'd love to you know catch up with you. I'd love to you know find out where there's going to be a gathering of rugby league fans and get together and do some stuff because it's going to be a massive, massive week. There's everything mm. you've got. Um, a combine. They're, they're talking about having a test match between Canada and the USA. They're going to have a sevens yeah, right. tournament or a nines tournament. There's going to be a lot of stuff happening, so it's going to be some good fun, mm, mm. mate. Um, onto the Tigers now. I'll just quickly read what's happened at the Tigers. If you don't know, if you're living under a rock, um, we'll just quickly run down what what they said in. Um, uh, a statement yesterday. Uh, an independent governance and cultural review has led to the, all the board of the West Tigers uh, to be either sacked, walked away, whatever you want to call it, and a whole new board will be set in place. Uh, it also follows the resignation of Chief Executive Justin Pascoe, who believes the review marks the right time for the club to make a fresh start. Some of the key points, so um, former Premier Barry O'Farrell will be the interim chairman. Uh, Shane Richardson will be the interim Chief Executive Officer. A new interim board will be comprised of O'Farrell, and a representative from each of the three West Tigers shareholders, Dave Gilbert, Holman Barnes, uh, Danny Stapleton, Balmain Tigers chairman, and a nomination from West Magpies. Huge news. Um, I'll get your thoughts on it straight away, Donnie. You ever seen anything like this in rugby league? I have never. I, I don't think I've ever seen anything like it. I can't remember. Tr- I, no, I was I've... trying to think back. 
to a situation that resembles this, it's so Tigers. Like it is. The I think most the actual last time I've I last time something like this, it was actually the Tigers as well, and they had issues with. Um, the, the merger like they had issues yeah, with the Magpie right. side and, and, and Balmain side but it's, it still didn't get to this point where every single person was shown the door mate it's the most Tigers thing I've ever seen it's so funny like people bang on your comments would be every single weekend whole board needs to walk whole board needs to walk sack fans everyone. had the sign Pasco out like like and not he Eddie, he wasn't the only issue I just can't I can't believe because the way that, from my understanding is, is that Pasco's walked away and the board of directors haven't been necessarily fired, but dismissed. Like, like, there's been a... Because from what I understand, Lee Hadjapanuntals, is that, am I saying that right? I don't know. I don't Absolutely believe Absolutely not. No. And we apologise. <laughs> Please don't sue us, Lee. Uh, we've got, we've got your could. name wrong. He bloody um, could. <laughs> we, we, Hadjapanellis, I think it is. Yeah. Hadjapanellis. From what I understand, he was like a majority vote. So it really was sort of his decision to step down, but this has been leaked. He is in the press today uh, saying that he wasn't very happy with how it went, but if he, if if the review said that this is what should happen, then he's fine with it. I just... Part of me... Obviously, your knee-jerk reaction is, well, this can only be good. This can only be good news, right? Because they've been so bad for so long. But there's a degree of me that is thinking... It's pretty rogue. Like, this is a business at the yeah. end of the day. And for a long time, it's been a very, very profitable business. One of the most profitable in the league. Their books are very, very well kept. The way that they perform on the field is atrocious. Needs work. Absolutely. It's, it's, it's embarrassing, really. But <laughs> those folks on the board aren't playing on the weekend. Correct. Yeah. And obviously something had to change. But it's just interesting. I don't think that it's the silver bullet that it's getting touted as, is what I guess I'm trying to say. I don't think that this fixes anything. A clean slate can only... It can go either way. So I just... I understand Tigers fans are happy and excited because anything was better than what you were doing. But a com- complete refresh? Whoa. <laughs> is that uh, con- Control F5? They've just like, yeah. refreshed everything. Like, um, yeah. I, I, will, I will say that... It is great timing for them. You know, it's early. You know, we're only in preseason now. They'll get yep. a new board and everything like that in um, early January. So they'll be yep. set up before game one, a new board, fresh ideas. I don't think it'll affect the players at all. If anything, it's no. like, okay, I feel no. a bit, you know, we've actually had a review and we follow the review and we're actually doing things to try and um, get this club back to where it was. Um, yeah, I, I don't. They'll have no excuses, really. They, they've had a coach that was there, you know, a club legend was there as part of the coaching staff last year. Took over at the end yeah. of the year. Now has full yeah. control. He's actually showing some leadership in when he's dealing with um, players that he played with uh, in the yeah. David, David Nofaluma situation uh, from, from, rep- from reports. So we don't know exactly what's going on there, um, but. I don't don't think there's any excuses from them now. They need to aim up. Um, yeah. And, yeah, it's better than, I think, this happening halfway through the year. Imagine if they started, you know... Oh, man. You know, 0-5 or 0-6, and, and then this this happens. It's another write-off year. Yeah, you're looking at another wooden spoon. So getting it over and done with, ripping the Band-Aid off right now, getting yeah. it refreshed and going, right, everything's now set in place. They've got a great situation... Um, their area down there is great. They've got a great yeah. center of center of excellence. 
They've got everything they need to be successful. Now it's time for the players to, to aim up because they, they do have some talent in that squad. Um, it's oh, about mate, putting, the put- roster. Like, I had them having a push last year, not for the eight, but their roster is no joke. Yeah. They've got pedigree in that roster. So... It's yeah, it's they, but that is the thing. There's no excuses now. No, if it doesn't, and that's not to say that it has to work this year. I I don't know when it has to work by for them now. Yeah, but yeah, probably the board going was it had to happen. Yeah, had to happen. And because they were becoming a spectacle, you know, like well, they were a spectacle. They were. There was there was no more articles written about any other club than the Tigers last year. And the year uh, before, and the year before, like they yeah. just, and that's the reason they'll keep writing them is because people keep clicking them. Yeah, so yeah. hopefully now it's like there'll be, there'll have to be a little bit more positive coming from from them, uh, West Tigers articles in the preseason. You'd think, yeah. well, these people coming in, <laughs> they can't bag them straight away because they haven't done anything wrong. You can't, you can't bag old Lee's headgear, um, whatever hat, new hat he's, he wants to promote. You can't you can't bag Justin Pascoe's facial hair or whatever he was trying to do there. Who knows? Mate, um, I thought I was taking crazy pills. It would have been like March last year or, or it was early into the season. I saw a photo of Lee. He'd come out and said something. And I, I was I was like, what is this hat and what is this get up? And we put out the clip and just it, it just kind of faded off into obscurity. I'm like, maybe I was being mean. Maybe I was being mean. And then I think it was like three months later, <laughs> he did that interview and it just went... Bang, Bang. everybody saw it and I was like, I knew I wasn't crazy. I I knew it was weird. (laughs) It's like you you, you tried to start a slow clap and it just was the uh, wrong time. And then someone comes in over the top and starts slow clapping. You're like, you bastard, you stole it. Yeah, yeah. Um, But yeah, look, hey, I think for the memes, I hope they do come last again. I hope they have a terrible year because... Oh, Tigers memes, how easy they are. It's hard to to do a three-peat coming last. Um, we've seen a three-peat coming first. That's easy, apparently. Yeah, but yeah. Three-peat coming last, that's a new challenge. So, um, <laughs> But, look, you know, gonna be, I think it could be a... Ho- hopefully, some po- more, po- like I said, some positive news coming their way in the preseason, you'd think. Maybe that helps the mentality of the players. They're getting some good you'd feedback. So. Who knows? Um, but, yeah, wait and see. Um, mate, we're going to move on to back fence of the week. Now... Yep. Uh, we've had a couple of cricketers. We need to move away from cricket. Um, I wasn't doing another <laughs> cricketer. This isn't a cricket podcast. And rugby league so far, there's there's not that much around. So um, I've gone away from rugby league as well. Going back to my wrestling roots. Another okay. another another wrestler returned. Um, some would say even bigger than than CM Punk. The bigger return than him, but he was more. His return was more well known. That was Randy Orton. Um, uh, guy's yes. been out for about eighteen months now with a. A legitimate um, broken back. He uh, he hurt his back and um, had to had to rehab it, get it fixed, get it right. He's now back. Yep. Um, and I love this uh, Rhea Ripley, who's an Aussie girl from Adelaide. She's over yeah. there. She's she's one of the women's champions over there. She has a little thing. She's mummy's um, back. Is is one of her <laughs> catchphrases. He's come back in. Um, they fought the Judgment Day. His promos are daddy's back, and I just yeah. absolutely love it. He's firing up. He looked 
fucking jacked as shit too. He is, yeah, man. Uh, I suppose when you're off for 18 months, they're not um, checking certain supplements you may be taking <laughs> or whatever. I don't care. He's jacked. He's back. He's back great on the mic and he's tearing it up at the moment. So uh, he yeah. is my back fence of the week because um, to have 18 months off, come back and look like he hasn't missed a beat um, deserves a uh, round of applause from us. So back fence of the week is the RKO man, Randy Orton. Get the fence paling out to him. Correct. ASAP. Yes, ASAP. Um, mate, we're going to finish off with a little bit of fun stuff. Top three Christmas movies. We're what are we? Thirteenth. Um, we're two weeks away from Christmas. Wow. We're, we're this is the first right day of Christmas, it. baby. We're the, we're in the first day of Christmas right now. Yes, that's where we are. There's twelve just, days. Correct. Well, there you go. Yeah, twelve. The first day of Christmas. There we go. What, <laughs> what do you get? Officially Christmas. What do you get for the first day of Christmas? My true love sent to me a partridge uh, in a pear tree. There you go. Yeah. That's I'll, us. I'll send you a partridge, mate. There you go. Thank you, thank you. Or is that to see if we on can the twelfth day? The cyclone. Yeah, you know, you get it. You get the twelfth. Yeah. So I'll, <laughs> I'll send you a partridge. I'll fly one up there. Mate, I'll, I'll uh, let you do the honors. You can go first with your with your top three Christmas movies. What are the three that you bang out every every Christmas? So every year without fail, Home Alone gets a run. Yep. Classic. Elf gets Elf gets a run. Yep. Okay. But my number one movie, and a lot of people this this surprises them and they think it's weird but every christmas eve for the last i think decade i've watched the muppets a christmas carol really <laughs> every single christmas eve yeah. the muppets a christmas carol and there's lots of people i know that have never even seen it i don't know when this tradition started i don't know how it started i don't think i watched it when i was young but i have this strange nostalgia for it so every christmas eve and it doesn't matter if i get home at 2 a.m or 6 p.m. on Christmas Eve, the Muppets of Christmas Carol is going on. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's, it has to happen. I would, not, I would not have picked those three as... <laughs> well, I'm sorry. I would not have picked that as your number one, for sure. It, it's, it's, it's my favourite Christmas movie without fail. Yep. I can't, I can't tell you why. Yeah, right. Is there, there's, there's probably better versions of A Christmas Carol out there. <laughs> no, That's look, my version. It's whatever, get, whatever gets your Christmas spirit going, right? Um, yeah. You know, there's ones like... You know, even people that are in the boat of Die Hard. Like, I'm not saying Die Hard's not a not a Christmas movie. I prefer to think of it as a great action movie, just based set around Christmas time. Yeah, um, yeah. So I'm not I'm not in the boat that it's you know one of my favourite Christmas movies. But people are in that boat. Um, but there's plenty out there. Uh, but yeah, Muppets Christmas Carol. I would not have picked. <laughs> one, one, it's not in my top three, but one in that same vein is Scrooged with um, Bill Murray. Well, I actually original... haven't seen it. Maybe yeah. I'll add that Go to the watch rotation. That. It's, it's a, uh, where he gets visited by the, the three ghosts of uh, okay. Christmas past, present, and future. I'll see how it compares to Kermit and Friends. Correct. I'll see yeah. how see I feel. How, see how it feel, <laughs> fits up. Um, but yeah, look, my, do you know what? Two, two out of three are the same here. So uh, number three, Home Alone. Um, yep. Enjoyed it as a kid. What's better, one or two? What's better? Oh, look, I'll say one just for the pure fact it was like... It's like watching; they just repeat the same thing in, in two. It's just set in yeah. a different different city. Yeah. So, um, two, yeah, ha- two has its moments. It, right? Two has yeah. its moments, but one just for its, you know, um, uh, some of the genius stuff that he does in that. I thought it was yeah. it was good. But watched as a kid, loved as a kid. Now I get to watch it with my kids and enjoy it as well. So yeah, that's awesome. Um, that, that's pretty special. Elf number two, Will Ferrell. He's the best. 
Um, yeah. Again, it's like I've watched it with my kids. It's one of those ones, and they get accustomed now to Will Ferrell. So I get to now start that journey of moving them into all the uh, Will Ferrell yeah. classics as well. So yeah. love that. Uh, but number one, I watch this every year without fail. I only watch it once a year, and it's on Christmas Day. Once I've booted everyone out of the house, it's like my alone time. A nice glass of whiskey, and I sit back and I put on uh, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Oh, it's, it's for me is the greatest Christmas movie of all time. Wow! Um, I just and it incorporates everything about Christmas. A dad trying to put on the best Christmas for his family, having family mm. over that you don't like, working over Christmas, getting shafted at work over Christmas, uh, and Clark's monologue at the end where he just like rants and rave over the bonus that he gets from the boss. Yeah. He, one of the best pieces of cinema uh, in, in the history of film. So um, that's me, mate. That's my three. So yeah, we're basically the same. But we'll put it up and see what the people think. Uh, yeah. Who gets who gets the vote? Uh, who gets yep, who yep. gets a win in this one? I just, I think our top our number ones are, are unconventional, but it's just hey, you can't knock a classic. I I'm think gonna... I've probably only seen National Lampoons once or twice. Mate, and dis- I'm sure disgrace. that you've probably probably only seen the Muppets once or twice, I maybe even it, zero times. No, I've seen it. I've seen it <laughs> once, and I wouldn't say that it was like memorable at the time that I would go back and watch it. But honestly, it's not that memorable. I, now that I have kids, I think it's one that we like. I'm starting to watch a lot more Christmas movies and get in more in the spirit. So yeah. it might be one that I chuck on. What did I watch the other night? We watched uh, the live action Grinch one with Jim Carrey. Yeah, my yeah, youngest yeah, yeah, had yeah. never seen it. I'd seen bits and pieces. We sat there and watched it, and it was it was brilliant. So yeah, we're right. going to chuck on. I might even watch it tonight. Muppets Christmas. I'll watch it, and I'll give you my thoughts on it next week. Yeah, give me a review next week because yeah. you might fucking hate it. <laughs> It'd be interesting. Like I, I'm watching again with the kids because the kids laugh at things, and you go, "Oh yeah, that is yeah. funny." You know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah. So I'll watch it and come back with a review. But that's going to do it for us this week, mate. Uh, what do you what do you got on for the rest of the week or leading up to the weekend? Man, we're getting through a lot of content at the radio station just in the lead up to next week. But honestly, all mind is set on next week. I'm back in Brizzy next Friday and then off to Paris. So I'm, I'm, when you, I'm so when do you leave for Paris? Boxing day. Boxing day. So right. I'm, me- I'm mentally there. I'm mentally in Paris right now. I'm just so. trying to work out. So what, Paris on the 26th. Are you going to be out? We're going to record on the that week? It's a great question. We'll work it out. Uh, We're yeah, back. We'll, 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 be, we'll be doing it next week. Don't worry about that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Next week. And then we'll have a definitive answer right then and there too. Correct. Yes. <laughs> we'll work it out. But as as always, mate, apologies again for to the listeners and yourself for putting off the last two weeks, but it's been great to catch up and yeah, can't wait to do it again next week. Awesome. Thanks, Thanks guys. See you, mate. And that's the bottom line because Stone Cold said so.